Welcome to a special episode of the Tick and Pluto Experience. I am, as always, awesome and beautiful and your host, Tig. And I have always been... The opposite of me, Pluto. Yay! Excuse you. What? You saying that, one, I'm ugly... And if you're pretty, where did I get that gene? Therefore, you would be calling mom ugly, and you don't want that. And two, you would be calling me the opposite of awesome, lame. But where did I get that, mom? So you're calling mom ugly and lame along with me, and you don't want to be doing that? So are are you disputing the facts? I'm disputing your opinion, sir. Oh, okay. Anyways, as always, I, I am extravagant angry impatient angry because <laughs> i can't use another word um why do you want to put explicit on there not really no and i'm always fabulous and your host pluto okay. that was a whole minute and like 18 seconds worth of you arguing with me you are worth one minute and 17 seconds i mean part of that was you but so uh, you know just Hi, revel in the, the glory anyways what are we talking about well this episode we're going to talk about miss marvel we are making a habit for these shows to wait until all the episodes air so that we can offer up our opinions and oh, my ankles wait for everything to you know kind of complete itself so we can see the whole picture and of course as well as make sure that we avoid spoilers. So it's been a while since Miss Marvel ended. And now we're kind of in this little lull where we don't have a Marvel show to watch. And I don't have a Star Wars show to watch. And we, we could find the time to go watch Thor. True. We haven't gotten to see Thor yet like yeah. we wanted to. But I'm I'm almost confident that's going to happen before it disappears from the theater, and I then mean, if we have the money, we could do it today or tomorrow. So we're working on that. We're working on that. Are we? But you know, a lot of great things have happened <laughs> since. Oh my! <laughs> Sorry. You good? <laughs> is he good? Is the question? I don't know. It'd be funny if you guys can't hear it, but if you can't, I'm just gonna say. Anyways, the dog is barking. At whatever well not anymore we don't know what it is toby don't be a little boy but i think we would be remiss if we didn't mention the exciting news that has been coming out since comic-con um was that last week uh i think so so you know all the all, all the facebook feeds instagram feeds tiktok feeds have been showing uh, people's excitement Ooh. over what's been coming out you through know. the next uh, the rest of this phase and the next two phases. Oh. And I must say, once again, that I'm not completely familiar with comic books anymore. I don't think I ever truly was. I mean, I read comic books. But as a fan of comic books and superheroes on the level that I am at, I am very excited. So it, it is kind of a big deal. And I can see how someone who's a super fan is losing their ever-loving mind. I'm excited for Thunderbolts. Over every little announcement. I'm excited for any Marvel movie. 
because they've been fun and they've been very successful I mean, so far. I'm not, the only one I'm not really that excited for is Guardians of, is Guardians of the, I'm just going to keep talking. The Guardians of the Galaxy 3, like, I'm just... I feel like it's not going to be that good. I have a feeling that it's going to be kind of like the Suicide Squad. I haven't seen any clips, so... I don't even think that there's trailers out. I think there. Anything. I think there is a clip. I think they revealed a clip. I haven't seen it. Uh-huh. And I'm actually very surprised that there hasn't been a lot of things that I've seen on my Facebook feed. And I'm not sure if I really want to because, um, you know, a lot of the clips that I've seen are from everyone's cell phones and, you know, the quality's not so great and the audio's not so great and people don't know how to keep their camera steady. But, um, I think for me, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has a bad taste in my mouth because James Gunn did a terrible job, in my opinion, on the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Why are you making noise? And because of that, I've kind of lost any remote interest in in any hope that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to be as good as the first one. I used to really like the second one until I, I realized that it's really just a almost two hours of just nonstop jokes and no real substance. It's still really enjoyable. I mean, some movies can just be fun to watch. And like that one, I agree is fun, but like, I'm still not one of my favorites. Yeah. It's It's just just not my style. It's just, they took probably like an hour's worth of adventure and stretched out for two with all kinds of jokes. And I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is, but it's it's kind of like it's kind of like Spider-Man three. <laughs> you know, the first two were really good, and then they said, you know what? Let's just make a fun movie. We could do whatever we want. It's fun. We've got the budget, and then it just ended up being crap. Yeah. Volume two is not crap, but I don't think it has the same kind of fun epicness that the first one did. Yeah. So. I just also feel that when he did the Suicide Squad, he took pretty much the same concept as Guardians of the Galaxy. And I th- I think for him as a writer-director, that's just kind of his style. That's kind of what he does. I'm not too familiar with his work. But the Suicide Squad was kind of a hot mess. Yeah. People seem to love it, though. But I, th- I, th- but I think it was kind of a mixed reaction. I think they have poor taste. Speaking of mixed reaction... Miss Marvel. Yeah. Now, I have mixed feelings about this show because the first episode... I love it. First episode, I did not like. And I was almost not going to watch any other episode after that. But then I decided to give it a second try, and I still was not impressed by it. Off topic, I'm feeling very numb. So... For most people who hate it just to hate it, um, you've got problems. Yeah. For people who assume that people hate it because they're racist, you've got problems. Yeah. Um, it's a very. I mean, there are some people that actually do hate it because of their race change. Well, then they've got problems. Yeah. The... I was like, just letting you know that there are people there. Here's the issue with Miss Marvel. The Twitter on MCU fandom is just a lot. There's a lot of setup for a lot of characters, and then it goes nowhere. Yeah. So Kamala has friends 
and the only person that becomes relevant but still doesn't really do anything important is Bruno. Everyone else just ends up not mattering in the long run. And then they just kind of come back on the final episode. Well, one thing that I am glad about is that they kept uh, Nakia there. Well, I'm glad they kept everybody, but... Well, well, I meant, like, she was pretty consistent throughout the show. That's true. Like, she was there more often than the, the that one girl who, like, was the influencer and... And then, you know, there's a whole thing about running to be part of the uh, council. And she's like, yo, Kamala, why did you not tell me about this? And then Kamala's like, I'm sorry. But, like, even though she wasn't seen that much, Kamala was still, like, trying to message her and, like, it, and acknowledge that she wasn't there. My issue is this show was, was obviously not going to be a self-contained show in terms of storyline and story development and so they are hedging their bets that they may get a season two or they could put these characters into the movies because kamala is going to be part of the marvels what's, what's the movie going to be called the marvels You're yeah right. the marvels You're right. and so i can see how just about the entire season is kind of teasers for these characters, but it almost seems like a waste to try to set up these characters. Like they're going to be important and part of her gang when they, they ultimately don't really do anything. And again, Bruno is again, most prominent, but he still, technically doesn't do anything if he's going to be the bruce banner of her group he does some stuff and he has some knowledge but ultimately he just ends up being this unrequited 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 uh, well whatever he just kind of ends up being this love interest i don't really think that he is a love interest though. he has a crush on her it's obvious well, yeah but like I mean, I just don't know. I don't know anything about the comic book, so I don't know how all these characters get flushed out. But at the same time, if you're going to introduce all of her friends in the first season and you're only going to have six episodes, I just feel like you should be doing something with them. Because Bruno is the only one that helps. Nobody else really does anything. Even the girl who doesn't Zoe. give away. Sorry, that was her name. Okay, so even though Zoe doesn't give her way her identity to the cops, it, they made her seem like she was going to be important because she's she's all over the promo photos, right? Yeah. And then she's in like the first two episodes, and then doesn't come back until the end. Just randomly shows up, which is which was kind of a joke. Yeah. Like, how did you get in the school? It's like I was already filming my my you know TikTok or whatever. I just felt it was like it was a waste however sorry i will go on record because i've said this to you before i feel like the most enjoyable part of miss marvel is her family yes even though they don't really do much i just feel like that family is a very realistic family from the brother i could care less about the fiance but their wedding was very important the father i thought was very funny the mom is my favorite very character. human but the mom is the best character in the entire show very real 
reactions, very real dialogue, and very well acted. And like Kamala is adorable. And my favorite thing about this series is that they focused on it being a coming of age. I found Kamala to be annoying because she was adorable. Well, yeah, but you know, that's how it is. Well, yeah, it's a coming of age. That's also literally how the actress is. That's how Oman is. That's true. I've seen her interviews. That's yeah. true. But she knows her Marvel stuff. Yeah. Did you see her quizzes? Yeah. When they're quizzing her on who said what, the quotes. and Yeah. Yeah. Very quick. She knows her stuff. Yeah. I can appreciate that. And she gushes over Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, she I mean, she turns in. Well, I mean, she is a squirrel girl, but I don't know how old she is in real life. But she, Oh, she's uh, 15 or 16. Okay. But yeah, she pretty much gushes like a squirrel girl. Um. She is kind of like, actually, in a way, she's kind of like Peter Parker, but yeah, in the, in in terms of how her character is being like young and naive and unfocused, and she just wants to be. I don't want to say she just wants to be a superhero, but she just wants to be like her own person, which feels different than any other regular teenage problem of partying and stuff, and it's just she knows she's kind of this creative mm. mm-hmm. you know ahead of her time kind of imaginative yeah. i mean obviously she kind of in a way she kind of dreams about being a superhero because she's definitely a big fan of she just like captain for real, marvel for real. but i don't know maybe it's just um Maybe it's just the way they try to take her character in a slightly different direction that I just probably find annoying. You definitely don't want characters go on go, going on journeys that are very similar to other characters. So you definitely don't want Kamala to go on a coming-of-age story like Peter Parker does because it's already been done. Yes. And she's a different culture, different character, different gender, different experiences. Big fan of Captain Marvel. As opposed to Iron Man, uh, yeah. As opposed to Peter Parker and Iron Man, so I don't know. It just had a, it just had a weird vibe for me, and it took some getting used to. I really did enjoy the episode in which she went to Pakistan, Pakistan, and I did enjoy the flashback episode of of the origins. I thought that was really good. It seems like every Marvel show does a flashback episode. Yeah. It feels like it. I could be wrong. I might have to double check. I don't think Falcon the Winter Soldier did. Or Loki. But Moon Knight did. Yeah. Which was necessary. This one wasn't necessary. But it does show the origin of how she got her powers being genetic as opposed to coming from this cosmic. I mean, it wasn't really genetic, gauntlet actually. Bracelet. Well, she's the daughter of a djinn. Well, yeah, but the flashback... That came from a different dimension. But the flashback wasn't really about the genes. No, it wasn't. It was but, literally about, you know, her being in there. and. It, but, yeah, but, be, but before we were just getting the story about her grandma possibly being crazy and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. She has this magical bracelet. And then we find out that the bracelet's connection to her ancestor who comes from a different dimension and... Of course, you know, became her great great grandmother. So yeah, it was the focus wasn't about her genes, but the focus was pretty much about 
in a way, her realizing that she was the one that actually saved her grandmother. But where did all that come from and where the bracelet come from? Basically, is the origin of the bracelet as opposed to the origin of her genetics. But it was just kind of this magical. literally what I was saying. Well, um, I was getting there. Were you? Because you literally said it was about the genetics and how she got it from the genetics instead of the calculus thing. I was like, that's literally incorrect. Here's my small problem, though. Here's my small problem. You say things and then you realize that they're wrong. So then you go back on I'm, it and they're like, this is what I meant all along. No, I'm talking about the story. Am dummy. I wrong? I'm talking about am the I story. Wrong? Okay, but am I wrong? You're not wrong, but there I'm talking go. about the story now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So what's, what's the, what's, what is, what's, what's your problem? What's becoming predictable is when these shows or movies ends up doing like a background story where there's a little bit of some time travel involved and the main character ends up being part of the events in the past. That becomes predictable. So I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. Once they focused on that episode, I'm like, okay, I can see where this is going. Dead silence for 15 seconds. But uh, it took me a while to get, I'm not even sure if I actually like Miss Marvel, even to this point. But um, I will give every I would I would give every Marvel TV show a try. Yes, because they are well done, even when they were on Netflix. Yeah, which I am very excited. Especially if they were on Netflix, they were the good ones. They were the good ones, and I think they actually paved the way. And it was sad when they canceled all the shows. But just about anybody with a brain kind of assumed they only canceled the shows because eventually they were going to bring all the shows back into the Marvel fold under the Disney banner. And they finally have done it. Of course, um, Kingpin showed up at the end of Hawkeye. And now we're getting Daredevil again, which was, in my opinion, the best out of the four, five the best out of the five Marvel I know Netflix at, shows. I know at least Kingpin is going to come back into Echo, but I don't know about Daredevil. Yeah, he's he's confirmed for Daredevil born again or reborn. No, I meant if Daredevil's coming back into Echo. Oh, I would I would think he'll probably pop up in Echo. Marvel likes to cross over their characters, which is awesome. So I would imagine their contract is, is is a multi-deal contract where they pop up at a bunch of different shows. They, they love doing that, making sure that the universe is is very much connected. And so, yeah, I would I would think that we will get Daredevil popping up in Echo. And it would make sense that Kingpin would too because, you know, she wants to kill him. But I'm excited for Daredevil, and I hope they also bring everybody from the show, Foggy, and I'm going to call her Jenny. I thought it was Karen. Okay, Karen. Yeah, I thought that was her name. I don't remember. The blonde person, right? Yeah. The blonde girl that was also in Punisher? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure her name's Karen. Um, So, yeah, I hope they do that. And I also hope eventually, Punisher might be a little bit too much for Disney+, Plus. but I really hope they bring back Punisher. Although the actor is in a different show right now, but like most of these shows, um, I'm not sure if it premiered yet, but it's it's an American TV adaptation of American Gigolo. But like most of these streaming shows, they film for months 
and then they all air at the same time. So, I mean, it's kind of like British actors. They're always available. They're popping up everywhere because they film everything all at once. They don't do it like regular television where they spend nine months out of the year shooting one season that airs like only like six weeks after they filmed it and they're in, and then you take a break and they come back. So that will be fun. I could care less about Jessica Jones, to be quite honest. Mm. I can care less about iron fist or Luke cage, but it would be excited. It would be exciting to see them again. And iron fist, I thought season two ended, ended with a really interesting way that I would probably would see season three if they did one. But I don't think that will ever happen. And the Defenders was kind of okay. It was kind of a watered down version of the Avengers. So, I mean, it was weird. I mean, it was also kind of like a watered down threat. Yeah, it was. And, you know, they killed off the threat like three episodes, or I think, before the actual finale and focused more on Elektra. Oh, okay. So. So she ended up being like the baddie towards the end. And then, you know, Daredevil ended up suffering from it because they thought he died. Anyway, so that would be exciting. I'm not sure if we're going to get a Miss Marvel season two. We're definitely going to Loki season two. I think everybody knew it right when Loki premiered. I, I think everybody yeah. knew there's going to be season two. If not, then they definitely knew immediately after the final episode because it literally said Loki will come back in season two. So. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier will probably carry over to Captain America New World Order. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. What, what, what are they going to do? Make more Steve? He's dead. <laughs> kind of. He's old. Practically dead. I don't know. I'm sure we'll see another Moon Knight. He is dead, yeah, because they had the funeral. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll have another Moon Knight. That would be definite. I am gar- I if they haven't said it, I'm pretty sure we'll get another Moon Knight. I don't think. Well, I don't know what the reveal was for Phase Six. I actually didn't see that reveal, so I can only I can only imagine. But Miss Marvel, which is the topic of this podcast, um, that very last scene, the end credit scene. Didn't really get me. Didn't really get me excited for the Marvels. No, I'm not really sure. Marvel, this is what bothers me. Marvel has the tendency now, at least, to make the the end credits, credits are more obscure. Like yeah, they're more obscure. I blame Howard the Duck for that. Um, I don't understand the con- the actual connection besides her being a fan of Captain Marvel. I don't actually see the connection where she will need to be in the Marvels. And I don't see how that bracelet is a connection to have them swap places to have Danvers end up breaking through the closet and being in her room. I mean, yeah, nobody knows that's other than the name. Like it doesn't make any sense that they would want those characters well, there's also the in the same world. Ten rings. Like I, I think that bracelet is made of the same thing that made the ten rings. The oh. ancient power. Ooh. Because like uh I noticed this recently, but 
That's a very but good like point. This, the same like wisp thing that goes around like Kamala, like the energy thing, it looks the same as when you use the Ten Rings. And they both go around the arm. Yeah, and then that also explains why Danvers was asked about the Ten Rings. And how she's like, I don't know, but it's something ancient. So I think they're going to tie together somehow. That is very, that's a very good point. That's very interesting. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so, so that's my theory. So that's a very good theory. So the theory is in the Marvels, you'll probably start to focus on that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's connected to the Kang. Yeah. I wonder if it's connected to Kang. Because that would make sense if they're going to focus on that for a bit as an extending arc, that they would want to wrap that up with the Avengers. Or maybe Thunderbolts, since, um, what's her name? Shang-Chi's sister might be part of that. Yeah. Hmm. I don't, I don't think she's going to be part of the Thunderbolts, actually. I think she would. Otherwise, no. otherwise, unless they set her up for a sequel as a sequel villain antagonist why why bother Mm, but um i mean if they do it like this might be a stretch but they could also be connected to the eternals somehow or something from a celestial like creating something there is a lot of possibilities there yeah it's just we don't know what it is yet it's kind of like how i mean everyone knew about the finale gauntlet because i mean people who were into comic books saw that a mile away when the stones started to appear even though in the, in phase one other than the tesseract what the tesseract no the tesseract no the tasser nope the cataract nope the caterpillar no tesseract close tesseract yes tesseract. okay so other than the tesseract in captain america which was the very last movie in phase one Nobody really knew there was going to be any kind of connecting arc, except when you had Nick Fury popping up almost in every movie in Phase 1. The only one he did not pop up in in Phase 1 was Incredible Hulk. Robert Downey Jr. did. But he was talking to Thunderbolt Ross. Which apparently didn't really go anywhere until he became head of something. I don't remember what he became the head of. Mm-hmm. But he's dead now, so we won't see him again. But I, it was a really, it was a joy to see him because he was like the only person that actually carried over from the Incredible Hulk. And now we got Bronsky or Blonsky coming in for She-Hulk. So we'll see how that goes. Mm. But you liked Miss Marvel. Yes. I thought it was okay. I could care less. I probably would never watch any of those episodes again. But if they make a season two, I'll check it out. Yeah. I mean, if they keep the mother in there and the father and the brother and their love for Bon Jovi. I mean, why would they not keep them there? Well, I mean, we probably won't see them in the movie, but. Sometimes as a writer, when you're on a TV show, you see what characters works, which ones don't. And then you'll 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 move them on a bit. Maybe yeah, they'll you, maybe they'll pop kinda, in for an episode or two. You have to keep the family of a child oh yeah plus they all know her secret identity which i thought was actually kind of cool yes that they know that and i like how they pretend that they didn't know (laughs) (laughs) when the mother had told them already they're like oh wow really (laughs) 
It's like, I, I told them, I, yeah, I already told them, how am I supposed not to hold it in? Yeah, I liked her. Yeah. She was pretty cool. Yes. She was pretty cool. Anything else you want to say? Um, Not about the show, but I'm very hungry. And my entire body is starting to become numb. And that's how I know that I'm close to having an episode. So okay. like, if I stand up or do anything too long, I, I might pass out. All right. So everybody send your get well cards <laughs> to P.O. Box. <laughs> we don't have a P.O. Box. I mean, we can get one. Well, I'm not sending my real address to them. Yeah. No, duh. Okay. But if you're going to send us cool stuff, hit us up. We'll send you our address. Yeah. I'll take anything that has a dragon on it. Dr. Pepper. And I will, I will take any, well, I won't take any pop figures because I already have a good amount. Yeah. There's 70, I think. Maybe more. Sure you stopped counting? Did you stop counting? I'm pretty sure it's over 70. I think I got 14. I think. Maybe 16. I know. I definitely have less than seven. Less? Whoa. More than 70. Oh, and, and a lightsaber. I'll take a lightsaber. Preferably purple. But at this point, I'll take any color. I Not will, a toy lightsaber. I have all the toy lightsabers. I mean, an actual I will like, take, I'll master take, okay, replica okay, okay. I, or I, Disneyland. Please. So I will take a lightsaber from Disneyland or NeoPixel. I will take one that's white or yellow. I won't take any other color. Except I will if it's NeoPixel or Disneyland. Because, you know, I'll take what I can get if it's that expensive kind of lightsaber. But anyways, talk to you when you listen later. What the hell? Talk to you.